from the Allen Samuel Studios. This is the John Moore Show on ESPN Central Texas. Going up to Norman's going to be a great test for us. I'm excited about what our guys have been doing this past week. And so this should be a, a really fun weekend. The John Moore Show is brought to you by Amanda Cunningham, Coldwell Banker Apex Realtor, by Alliance Bank of Central Texas, by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat, your friend in the car business, by the Baylor Club at McLean Stadium, on the web at thebaylorclub.com, and by D'Amore Fine Jewelers, 4541 West Waco Drive, where Waco gets engaged. Well, we're obviously very excited to be in the Sweet 16. We're excited to play a tremendous Providence team, uh, and uh, uh, there's not a better place for us to be than Chicago playing in. So uh, our guys are all jacked and looking forward to it, and uh, hopefully be a lot of fun. Stay connected with the Voice of the Bears on Twitter, on Instagram, and on Snapchat at Voice of Bears. Probably one of the neatest things I've seen in my time of coaching with two guys that were selfless and gave everything to the team, and didn't matter who was back there under center, they were supporting each other, and uh, really need to be a part of and definitely proud of their hard work. Now, from the Allen Samuel Studios, here's the voice of the Baylor Bears, John Morris and Aaron Sexton. Hi and welcome, John Morris Show on this Friday afternoon. Hey, glad to have you with us, John Morris, Aaron Sexton, ESPN Central Texas. And in the open, kind of a sampling of uh, some of the things we'll talk about in the next hour. Welcome in. We appreciate you being with us. We'll check on the NCAA tournament round of 16. Half of that was complete last night. A couple of really good, really four really good games last night. Four more games coming up tonight, including Kansas and Iowa State playing this evening. You heard from Kansas coach Bill Self in there, his Jayhawks. Big 12 co-champs, they play uh, They play uh, Providence coming up this evening in Chicago. And you heard uh, Coach uh, Steve Rodriguez, Baylor Baseball. They are opening a series in Norman against the Oklahoma Sooners coming up this evening. Uh, Big 12 series number two for the Bears, number one for the Sooners. And it begins with uh, 6.30, first pitch tonight. And uh, the broadcast right here on ESPN Central Texas. Also heard from Sean Bell, Baylor football uh, quarterbacks coach. Uh, the quarterbacks were front and center, and Sean Bell was front and center with the media yesterday after uh, practice day number two of the spring for Baylor football. Let you hear more from Sean Bell coming up in the hour as well. And we'll also visit with Tracy Taylor. He is with the Bobby Bragan Slugger Award. Baylor has uh, one, of the men, one of the men on the watch list for the uh, Bragan Award this year. So we'll visit with Tracy about that. Great award that recognizes and uh, honors really more than just on the field accomplishments. It's off the field uh, character and, and community involvement and, and uh, academics, all of those things are factored in to the Bragan uh, Slugger Award. So we got all that coming up in the hour. Aaron Sexton is in the Allen Samuels studios. I, to be honest with you, uh, am in Arlington today. So Aaron took a, a day off from work at Baylor, not a day off from this hour, but a day off from Baylor. And uh, my wife and I came up here. We had lunch with our son, MJ, and his uh, girlfriend, Caroline, and had a great lunch. 
And now, Aaron, uh, you know what it's like. We can't come to the Metroplex without some shopping being done. So Terry is taking care of some shopping right now while I visit with you and our listeners for a little bit. Works out for everybody. It does, absolutely. <laughs> as long as this tie line holds, it works out well right. for everybody. <laughs> but uh, good to be up here. Great uh, great lunch, great visit with uh, MJ and Caroline and uh, beautiful weather. Man, this is, we ate at a place over in, it was off McKinney, but it had just sort of indoor, outdoor seating. And she said, would you like to sit outdoors? And we said, absolutely. So nice covered patio area, really, really nice and uh, just Beautiful weather here in the Metroplex as it is in Waco as well. All right, Aaron, let's start with the NCAA tournament. Uh, man, were there some games last night? How about that? Two number ones bowed out. Uh, of course, Gonzaga going down to the Arkansas Razorbacks, Arkansas team that Baylor beat in their championship run a year ago, uh, and Gonzaga in the championship game. But Gonzaga, the number one overall seed, the tournament favorite, goes down in the Sweet 16. How about that game? Yeah, and I didn't get to watch much of that. I got to watch most of the other one, but um, a friend of mine said that there was, and he's not a Gonzaga fan, but he said there was a few kind of ticky-tack fouls on Chet Holmgren that that uh, had a big impact on the game, obviously, because he had to go to the bench early in the first half with two fouls and ended up fouling out, I believe. Yeah, he did. He absolutely did. And that was a factor just by having to play with some fouls. He was uh, he was really uh, slowed a little bit in his aggressiveness. So but a big win for Arkansas. Their defense was really good, forced a lot of Gonzaga turnovers. And uh, it it was just a a really it was a really good game. And it was a good win for Arkansas to advance to the elite eight. And then another number one seed, Arizona, lost to the Houston Cougars last night. I'm telling you, this Houston team, you know, that is coming into the Big 12 in the next few years uh, and was in the Final Four last year under Kelvin Sampson, man, they are playing really well themselves, and they knocked off Arizona really uh, uh, decisively. I mean, that, it wasn't a blowout, but, Aaron, there was no question what was the better, who was the better team last night, Houston over Arizona. Yeah, they led the whole game um, from start to finish, uh, which is pretty amazing, but and what's even more amazing is they lost their leading scorer, Sasser, and another starter early in the year. So they're without probably two of their best five players, but it shows you how deep they are. And, man, I, I, I don't, some people may get mad, but they play the best defense in the country, I think, and they are also the best offensive rebounding team in the country. Who, who does that remind you of? Yeah, <laughs> you know, I mean, yeah. that's all. That's mm, I, I was thinking that right. a lot during that game last night. That man, they look a lot like Baylor did last year, just smothering defense, yeah. Yeah. and you only get one shot. And then on the other end, if they miss, they're getting putbacks and short jumpers. Uh, they look really, really good. Yeah, they are good. I mean, Houston, that Houston team is really, really good. Well, one of the other games last night, uh, of course, Providence a winner last night. And then Duke knocked off Texas Tech, eliminated Texas Tech, the Red Raiders, last night. It was a good game. It was, uh, you know, really wasn't decided until the final minute or so. But uh, Coach K, Mike Krzyzewski, still alive as his Duke Blue Devils advance to the Elite Eight. 
And I say that because uh, Coach K has already announced his retirement at the end of this season, whenever it comes, and they are still going. So Duke ends the Red Raiders season last night. Am I the only one? ESPN just, obviously they want it for ratings, but if I hear the announcers say what a perfect ending it would be for him to win a national championship as he's retiring, I just want to change the channel. I don't. I mean, I look. He's, well, you, you, he's a great coach. He's done a lot for the sport, but that—that's not. I mean, that's a narrative maybe that they have in Bristol, but I don't think anybody outside of Duke fans wants that. You know, I mean, there's <laughs> right, plenty of great right, stories right. in the tournament. You know, and besides Coach K, and I was just like, why are they actively rooting for Coach K to win another national championship? You know. <laughs> But it's, just, it's a great story. I it mean, is. It's a great angle I understand to the it. tournament. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think that's why. And you, you, uh, you know, kind of if you were watching that game, uh, you know, as a Tech fan or as a Big 12 fan, uh, and you're conscious about this, uh, tally up the number of shots they had of Coach K compared to the number of shots they had of Mark Adams and the Texas Tech bench, it was not even close. I mean, <laughs> from a national perspective, it was, you know, it was the Coach K show last night. But give credit to Duke. I mean, they beat a really good Texas Tech team. And a lot of people thought Tech had what it took to uh, to win over Duke and get past them to the Elite Eight. I was one of them. I, was, I thought that they would yeah, beat Duke. Yeah. But, you know, I mean, uh, uh, Benchero just was unstoppable in the second half. He he just he showed why he's going to be a lottery pick, if not the second overall pick behind Chet Holmgren. You know, he was he yeah, was great. That cat is good. They just didn't have yeah. you know they yeah. had an answer for everything else except him. And and I don't know if you've looked at any mock drafts, but I think at the last one, four of Duke's five starters were mocked in the first in the draft, which goes two rounds. And I think maybe all oh five. I'll have to double check. But the last ESPN I know had four players. And I don't think they had any Texas Tech players. In fact, just to give you not not to make excuses, but to give you an idea of the talent that's on that Duke team. Right. Wow. That is wild. Well, so those are the games from last night. Duke advances. Texas Tech season comes to an end. Two more Big 12 schools are in action tonight. It'll be fun to watch uh, Kansas this evening take on Providence and Iowa State, an upstart 11th seed, take on number 10 seed Miami tonight. Let's do this. Let's take a break. When we come back, we'll look at those games a little bit, hear from Bill Self, he'll hear from uh, T.J. Otzelberger. We'll have that when we come back as the uh, Big 12 now down to two schools remaining. And Kansas is actually the only number one seed remaining. Baylor bowing out last week. Gonzaga and Arizona bowing out of the tournament last night. So we'll hear from them when we come back. We're off and running on this Friday afternoon. We appreciate you being with us. John Morris Show, Aaron Sexton in the Allen Samuel Studios. We're brought to you in part by DMRA Fine Jewelers. They're at 4541 West Waco Drive. Where Waco gets engaged. This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm Chief Meteorologist Mike LaPointe. Lots of heat coming your way, especially over the weekend. We're looking at summer-like temperatures. Tonight, though, not looking bad. Clear skies, lows dropping to 44 degrees. Mostly sunny, hot conditions tomorrow as well as Sunday with highs 89 degrees tomorrow and also 89 on Sunday. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 536 and 9. For your forecast first, plus check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. 
Baylor baseball headed to Norman for a three-game series with the Oklahoma Sooners this weekend. The Bears in Norman to take on OU for a three-game Big 12 series this weekend. Games Friday at 6.30, Saturday at 2, and Sunday at 2 for the Bears and the Sooners. Bears, Sooners, Big 12 baseball this weekend from Norman right here on ESPN Central Texas. Each new year brings a renewed sense of resolve to live life better, which means it's a great time to talk about the state of your personal wealth. I'm Joe Kaleo. If you'd like to start the year with a more robust wealth strategy, we'll help you find new opportunities to meet your goals. Kaleo Wealth Management is a Central Texas team of UBS Financial Services, member FINRA SIPC. As fuel cost has risen, make sure your vehicle is summer ready. To get the best fuel mileage, take the proper steps needed in maintaining your vehicle properly with Kish's Complete Car Care Center's maintenance. There are many aspects of maintaining the fuel economy of your car. With rising fuel costs, we can make sure you get the best fuel mileage possible. Take the proper steps in maintaining your vehicle today at Kish's Complete Car Care Center. 5300 Franklin Avenue. ESPN Central Texas is your flagship station for Baylor Athletics. Hi, my name is Amanda Cunningham. I am a local realtor that has a passion for people. I've helped clients buy and sell over 80 homes in 2019 and would love to help you buy or sell that perfect home. You deserve to get top dollar for your home. Listing with an experienced agent that specializes in not only promoting your home, but helping you get your home buyer ready is key. I have a team of people around me that make what I do each day possible. If you're searching for that perfect home, your experience should be pleasant and stress-free. Call me today. I want to meet you. 254-495-0338. Google Amanda Cunningham Realtor with Coldwell Banker Apex to find my website, Facebook, and more. Pro Star Rental is the number one choice for all of your equipment rental needs. No matter the project, they got you covered. Plus, their friendly local staff is always available to answer your questions. They have a large selection of quality equipment available to rent for any project, big or small. And they have eight locations across Texas to serve you, including locations in Waco and Belton. Visit online at ProStarRental.com for more info. Pro Star Rental. They make work easier. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Leitch with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. Two more number ones exit the NCAA tournament. Arkansas knocks out Gonzaga 74-68, and Houston beat Arizona 72-60. Duke also advances, beating Texas Tech 78-73, and Villanova beat Michigan last night. Week 16 continues tonight. St. Peter's versus Purdue, Providence versus Kansas, North Carolina, and UCLA, and ending tonight with Iowa State versus Miami. Baylor softball opens Big 12 play this weekend with number one Oklahoma tonight at 6.30 on 101.3 FM. Baylor baseball also in action in Oklahoma, facing the Sooners in a three-game series. First pitch tonight at 6.30, and you can catch that game on ESPN Central Texas. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas.
Back with us, John Morris Show on this Friday afternoon. That's the Rob Sellers Funky Bump of the Day. Glad you're with us, Rob. Hope you enjoy a little Curtis Mayfield on a Friday afternoon. The Rob Sellers Funky Bump of the Day. John Morris and Aaron Sexton, we're glad you're with us this afternoon. Let's look at the uh, four Sweet 16 games coming up tonight. That will be uh, two, the remaining two Big 12 schools play this evening. First in Chicago, the Kansas Jayhawks, the Big 12 co-champs. They are the lone top seed remaining in the tournament. They face number four seed Providence coming up this evening. 629 tip-off time this evening for Kansas and Providence. Uh, head coach uh, Bill Self talking to the media yesterday. Talked about uh, the uh, team getting back. Remy Martin really contributing now to them and then managing their time on the practice floor this late in the season. Yes, you do try to make things more light because if they didn't care, you wouldn't be in this position. So every team that's playing this weekend has a team full of guys that care a lot. So, yeah, you probably do try to make it a little lighter, uh, but not at the expense of letting them think that they've done anything yet. So uh, uh, I think it's a little bit of a fine line to, to, to walk. But uh, even though we haven't started it really yet, uh, uh, my players would complain about it. But I think it becomes a lot more mental this time of year and less physical. And, and I think our players would probably agree with that. Bill Self, the Kansas head coach, they are taking on Providence tonight, a win tonight. They're in the Elite Eight coming up on uh, Saturday or on Sunday for them. Uh, the other half of that bracket is uh, upstart St. Peter's taking on three-seed Purdue tonight as well. How about UCLA and North Carolina? You talk about your blue blood matchup in the Sweet 16. Aaron, uh, that North Carolina team, an eight-seed, uh, the ones that eliminated Baylor last week in Fort Worth in overtime, and UCLA a four seed. That's a great matchup in the East in Philadelphia coming up tonight. Yeah, and I don't see a lot of people giving North Carolina much of a chance. And I'm like, they, they must not have seen their – Really? Yeah, most of the national coverage <laughs> yeah. is about U, UCLA. And, yeah, I get it, they're the higher seed. But if you've watched the first two games that North Carolina played, I don't see how you can not think that this is going to be a great game and – if you're me, not think that North Carolina is going to win, which I do. Yeah, I think from what I saw last week, I would pick North Carolina in that game. Uh, but that'll be fun to watch, North Carolina and UCLA tonight. Uh, and then the uh, late game, uh, 8.59 tip-off tonight is 10th seed Miami and 11th seed Iowa State. How about the Cyclones, 6th uh, place team in the Big 12 coming out of the regular season, they win two games in the tournament, and they are in the Sweet 16. Uh, under first-year head coach T.J. Otzelberger, here is uh, Coach Otzelberger from Iowa State. Remember, uh, Iowa State had to, uh, you know, had to win some big games and overcome a lot down the stretch, and he feels like this team has a great sense of urgency here in the NCAA tournament. Urgency to me is something I've taken a lot of pride my entire life as always having as a top priority. Everything is urgent. So we've been urgent. Uh, the day we came in, we were urgent. Uh, every single day we were urgent when we practiced today. So I say all that because, uh, to your point, we've had challenges. We've, we've lost four or five at one point and had to recover. We've lost four in a row and had to bounce back. We've lost three in a row late in the season and then bounce back in the tournament. 
we've maintained that level of urgency that we came into um, when we started on this journey the first day on the job, and we've maintained that same level of urgency with everything we do every single day. Everything matters. We talk to our guys about every day. How you do anything is how you do everything. And we've carried that out each and every day. So when we've had those challenges and you're in those tough moments, you're going to revert back to your habits. You're going to revert back to your work. You're going to have a sense of pride that you won't quit on yourself because what you've invested and what you've done. And so what we've been able to see from our group is when it feels like our back's against the wall or we're at our most challenged moment, which has happened from a wins and losses standpoint three different times late in the season, our guys dig deep. They recall and rely on those habits. They keep working hard. They're urgent every day, and things come around. And uh, I'll believe that that's such a valuable lesson for the young men in our program for the rest of their life because that's life, and our guys have lived it right here, and I'm really proud of them how they've continued to fight, especially when things haven't gone their way. And it's T.J. Otzelberger, the first-year head coach at Iowa State. Boy, what a great run in the NCAA tournament for the Cyclones. And they will be in action tonight against uh, fellow double-digit seed Miami, the number 10 seed. Uh, that game uh, this evening from San Antonio. So uh, pulling for Iowa State to uh, win and carry the Big 12 banner forward uh, into the Elite Eight next uh, or Sunday, not next weekend, but on Sunday would be the Elite Eight games there. Uh, one other note, Aaron, back to that UCLA-North Carolina matchup, uh, matchup of Blue Bloods here in the Sweet 16. Uh, they have only met uh, twice in tournament history before. Isn't that a little bit unusual? Wow. Think about how many times <laughs> UCLA and North Carolina, yeah, have been in the NCAA tournament, but they've only met twice. Once was in the national championship game in 1968. A uh, tall guy named Lou Alcindor, now Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, had 34 points and 16 rebounds in the win for UCLA. And then the uh, Tar Heels knocked the Bruins out in the second round in 1989, a game that featured uh, a five-minute appearance on the court by a guy named Hubert Davis, who is the current head coach of North Carolina. So how about that? Only two meetings in the tournament between UCLA and North Carolina. Overall, uh, North Carolina is a 10-3 uh, leader in the series, and they've won five straight in the series. But uh, isn't that interesting? Only twice in the NCAA tournament have they met each other. Yeah, at first you would think that they would have met more, but then when you kind of look at the eras when they were dominant, you know, it was different eras with Lou Alcindor, and then UCLA kind of dropped off. Uh, when uh, North Carolina, as North Carolina ascended, you know, under Dean Smith and with right. Michael Jordan right, and other right, players true. during that time, you know, UCLA kind of fell off. Yeah, that's a good point. So they just sort of missed each other, I guess, at their ascendancy uh, in the NCAA tournament. So four big games coming up tonight. Uh, fun to watch Kansas take on Providence and Iowa State take on Miami tonight in the NCAA tournament. All right, uh, let's take a break. We'll switch gears when we come back, talk a little baseball, talk a little Baylor baseball. Jared McKenzie is on the watch list for the Bobby Bragan Slugger Award. 
What is that? Well, uh, Tracy Taylor will join us and talk more about that. Uh, it's a really prestigious award, recognizes a player from, uh, from this region, and Jared McKenzie is uh, most definitely in their sights. So we'll have that when we come back. Hey, glad you're with us. John Morris Show on a Friday, brought to you in part by Alliance Bank Central Texas. Find Alliance Bank with their several locations in Waco, a new location in Temple, and let them help you and your business succeed. Back with more John Morris Show on a Friday after this here on ESPN Central Texas. Matt Mosley, weekdays at 4 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. After today's, I finally found somebody and I said, where do y'all put all the postgame audio? Like, can you tell me? And so at some point, the poor guy just looks at me and he goes, now, we used to put it on YouTube, but we really just don't put it anywhere now. But he said, we have transcripts available to you immediately on the Dropbox. Oh, we could do that. I could just read them to you. (laughs) (laughs) We could just read the quotes. The Matt Mosley Show, weekdays 4 to 6 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Elevate your career with a new job at VersaLift Southwest, a time manufacturing company. VersaLift Southwest occupies a 16-acre state-of-the-art assembly and upfitting facility that develops and builds the world's best aerial lifts, digger derricks, and cable placers right here in Central Texas. They are now hiring hydraulic, electrical, and service technicians. They offer a great benefits package and outstanding starting pay. Drop by their location, 7601 Imperial Drive in Waco to apply. You wouldn't call your doctor, accountant, or mechanic using a 1-800 number, so why your bank? If you have to dial 1-800, you don't know your bank, and your bank doesn't know you. Come to Central National Bank and experience the difference. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Your home for Baylor baseball is ESPN Central Texas. Since opening their doors in 1925, Wilkerson Hatch Bailey Funeral Home has been honored to serve families like yours by providing a range of funeral services. Whether it's a traditional funeral, a graveside service, memorial service, or cremation, they believe every life deserves to be honored in a way that brings peace to families. Five generations of the Wilkerson Hatch Bailey Funeral Home family have helped tens of thousands of Central Texans celebrate the lives of loved ones. Learn more at whbfamily.com. Make your vehicle look and run like new again at CNC Collision Center. They're your locally owned and operated location for paint and body repairs, frame straightening, spray and bed liners, and wheel alignments. CNC Collision Center offers free estimates, and they'll also come to you for car pickup and delivery. Have your car restored to its original beauty. CNC Collision Center, 5849 North Highway 6 in Spiegelville, at cccollisioncenter.com and on Facebook. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward White with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. Two more number ones exit the NCAA tournament. Arkansas knocks out Gonzaga 74-68, and Houston beat Arizona 72-60. Duke also advances, beating Texas Tech 78-73, and Villanova beat Michigan last night. Week 16 continues tonight. St. Peter's versus Purdue. Providence versus Kansas, North Carolina, and UCLA. And ending tonight with Iowa State versus Miami. Baylor softball opens Big 12 play this weekend with number one Oklahoma tonight at 6.30 on 101.3 FM. Baylor baseball also in action in Oklahoma, facing the Sooners in a three-game series. First pitch tonight at 6.30, and you can catch that game on ESPN Central Texas. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. 
You're listening to The John Morris Show on ESPN Central Texas. Now back to today's JMO Radio Show from the Allen Samuel Studios. Here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Back with us, beautiful weather for baseball in Central Texas and uh, hopefully in Norman, Oklahoma, where the Bears are this weekend. Opening a three-game Big 12 series against the Sooners tonight. Games tonight at 6.30, tomorrow at 2, and Sunday at 2 from uh, from Norman, Oklahoma for the Bears in Big 12 play. All three games right here on ESPN Central Texas. Let's talk about uh, college baseball in general. We welcome in Tracy Taylor from the Bobby Bragan Collegiate Slugger Award. Uh, and Baylor's Jared McKenzie is on the watch list this year for that prestigious award. And Tracy, I appreciate your time. How you doing today? I'm doing wonderful. Thanks for having me on. You bet, you bet. Man, I don't know where you are. I think you're in the Metroplex. I'm not positive, but uh, gosh, this is baseball weather, isn't it? It's beautiful. It's a, yeah, it's a beautiful day out there today. I mean, the weather is just absolutely wonderful. And great night to, to go catch some baseball if you've got the opportunity. Very good. Yep. And the Bears are in Norman to take on Oklahoma starting tonight. Uh, tell us uh, the, uh, the give us the brief history of the Bobby Bragan Collegiate Slugger Award. If I remember right, it started honoring someone just from the state of Texas that played in the state of Texas. Then you expanded that a little bit and then it's expanded even more. Is that correct? That's correct. You know, we we started out uh, with just Division One programs in the state of Texas. So there were 21 programs or 22 programs at the time, and uh, our first winner was uh, Hunter Hargrove from Texas Tech. Um, but uh, next year, uh, and that was in 2017, um, went another year with just the state of Texas. And then we expanded to a, a regional footprint and included all programs from, in addition to Texas, to the uh, to. Uh, New Mexico, uh, Oklahoma, Arkansas, and Louisiana. And then in 2020, we launched nationally. So all 300 uh, programs were eligible to nominate players for the Collegiate Slugger Award. Um, And obviously with the the 2020 season being cut short, we didn't name a uh, Collegiate Slugger Award winner that year. But... uh, you know, had our first uh, national winner this last year. And, again, the award's based on uh, performance at the plate, so it's a hitter's award, but also has an academic uh, component to it and a uh, personal integrity and community service component to it as well. And, you know, Jerry McKenzie uh, of Baylor um, just kind of typifies the uh, type of player that we are looking for, um, you know, Jared's an All-American, uh, you know, was a, a 389 hitter, um, all Big 12, um, and all that's just great. I mean, it was, you know, wonderful uh, performance last year uh, coming into this year. But he's also a business major um, who's been an academic All-Big 12 uh, award winner, two times on the dean list at Baylor. And, you know, that's just that's the kind of player that well-rounded athlete that uh, we look for and kind of makes us a little uh, unique in terms of, of college baseball awards. 
Yeah. I like that. You've got a good book on Jared McKenzie because that is him. He is uh, very well-rounded, uh, does great in the classroom, the academic awards, and obviously does well on the baseball field. I love that about this award, Tracy, that, that it really does recognize the, uh, you know, the, the uh, full student athlete, you know, a well-rounded student athlete. Uh, I really like that, that, that you take that into consideration when you form the watch list and then, you know, narrow that down to the winner. Well, and the programs I think are the you know the big driving factor in that um, you know we just don't you know go look at the stats and, and pick players. We partner directly with uh, the baseball programs uh, to understand where their best athletes and their best students are, and uh, so they have to vouch for these students. The programs are are great partners. Uh, they have to vouch for the community service side the integrity side and obviously the academic side as well because we don't have you know ready access uh, to a lot of that information um, and you know it just uh, is so rewarding to have these programs embrace this award and uh, you know we started out with an initial watch list uh, this year of 44 players um, across 18 conferences um, all power five conferences um, and it's just uh, uh, really, you know, blossomed over the last uh, couple of years as a national award. So what's the, what's the uh, schedule? What's the template? If you start with 44 players representing 18 conferences on the initial watch list, what's the schedule of uh, sort of uh, whittling that down uh, as you, you know, get to an eventual winner of this award? You know, it's, it's, uh, it's a lot of work for the selection committee. Um, what we do is we look at, at every at-bat for every player in every game every week because we have a player of the week program wow. that we announce. And, um, you know, we have a – we crunch a lot of numbers for the selection committee. Um, we'll get to – in about two or three weeks, we will start looking at uh, – players who are not on the watch list but are having great seasons. Um, and so we'll reach out to uh, probably in the neighborhood of, of 10 to 12 uh, programs and just say, you know, hey, you know, we have noticed that this player is, is uh, having a great uh, season. Um, what can you tell us about how they would meet the rest of the criteria for this award? It's very interesting because, you know, we get – uh, some wholehearted recommendations, and then we also get some, you know, yeah, this, yeah, he's having a great season, but he's just not, uh, doesn't necessarily meet the criteria, uh, the other criteria for your award. And so we'll add probably in the neighborhood of eight to ten guys uh, going into midseason, and then right about at the end of the season, we'll vote on a set of semi, uh, set of finalists. Uh, selection committee will do, do that. Um, we look at players, obviously, on their their academic performance and, and uh, community service performance. But we'll also, you know, we'll look at their, their stats. We have about seven uh, uh, baseball stats that we look at. Some of them are cumulative stats, you know, hits, home runs, RBI, things like that, but also some rate stats and uh, you know, like batting average and on-base percentage and 
strike strikeout to walk ratio, things like that, and we'll whittle those down and get a set of what we consider to be the finalists right at the end of the season. We'll go through generally the first round of the NCAA tournament, uh, look at those players. I will actually uh, uh, interview each one of the young men um, over the phone, depending on where they are, but uh, generally it's over the phone uh, to get a sense of the, the you know, the, the player as a, as a person and, uh, we'll, you know, submit that to the selection committee. And then uh, right before the College World Series, the finalists are voted upon, and uh, we choose a winner that's announced that generally that week of the College World Series. Wow. Fantastic. That's a lot of work that goes into, uh, you know, getting, getting that down to the eventual winner of this award. Tracy Taylor is our guest representing the Bobby Bragan Collegiate Slugger Award. Uh, Tracy, I'll tell you another uh, byproduct of this great award is uh, you, you get to keep the name of Bobby Bragan alive. And isn't that great? You know, you talk about baseball men from the state of Texas. And uh, gosh, Bobby Bragan has such a rich history and legacy there. Absolutely. You know, Bobby was in professional baseball for seven decades as a, a player and a manager and a coach and a front office executive. And, um, you know, he is, you know, was a great uh, man, a great friend. I uh, was lucky enough to serve on the Bobby Bregan Youth Foundation board when Bobby was uh, still alive. And, uh, you know, he never uh, failed to leave a, a board meeting with a smile from, from being around him. And, you know, from a legacy standpoint, uh, beyond baseball, you know, his foundation, which uh, is, uh, you know, the, the parent of the Bobby Bregan Collegiate Slugger Award, uh, we, we give scholarships to uh, Dallas-Fort Worth public school students. And, you know, that's our mission is that we, you know, we want to further higher education. And, you know, our point of difference is, we give college scholarships to public school students, not when they're seniors in high school, but we're in the eight, when they're in the eighth grade. And what we have found and what Bobby's wow. vision was, is if you give a, a, an eighth grader right at that point in their educational career where they're just about to start high school, if you can give them the promise of a college scholarship at that point, it changes their life. It uh, encourages them to work hard. It encourages them to stay in school, but also it helps them start planning for college because that becomes a reality. And by doing so, that opens up other opportunities for financial aid and, and those type of things. And to date, the Bobby Bregan Youth Foundation has given over $2.1 million in college scholarships uh, to, you know, middle school students and junior high students in the Dallas-Fort Worth area, um, more than 900 of those kids. So, um, you know, it's a great mission. People ask me what I do for a living, and I get to tell them that I give scholarships to eighth graders uh, so that they can plan for college, and I watch a lot of college baseball. <laughs> Not a bad go there, Tracy. That's great. Where, where is there a website, or where could you direct people to uh, kind of keep up with the progress and uh, and know what's going on with the uh, with the award and the Bobby Bragan uh, Foundation? They can go to BraganSlugger.com. That's 
B-R-A-G-A-M, sorter.com. And they can find out all the information about the foundation, uh, events that they can uh, participate in and, and help us out, and then follow the uh, Player of the Week program. Um, I'd also suggest that they follow us on uh, Facebook and Instagram and Twitter and all those other kind of things that uh, everybody does these days um, because that, that keeps uh, can keep you uh, up to date on what the players are doing on the watch list. And, you know, that's, that's one of the things that I really enjoy is, uh, you know, looking at this and, and who has the big week and, um, you know, whether it's, you know, somebody that everybody's heard of like, you know, Ivan Melendez of Texas or Jace Young of Texas Tech. Or, you know, somebody that you might not have heard from, like Brian Ellis from the Florida Gulf Coast, who's right now sitting at third in the country on on base percentage and second in in runs. Or uh, Brian Cassetti, um, or Andrew Cassetti at St. Joseph's, who is just having a tremendous year and was just named Player of the Week. Wow. That is great. Well, I can tell it's a lot of work, but it's a labor of love for you, I know. And give our best to David Hatchett also. But, uh, Tracy, it's great to be on with you. Come see us when you can. Come down to Waco when you get a chance. We will do so, and uh, we'll get down there pretty soon. And absolutely, thanks for having me on, and you have a great weekend. Tracy, appreciate it. Thanks very much. Tracy Taylor with the Bobby Bragan Collegiate Slugger Award. BraganSlugger.com is the website or on social media anywhere, uh, Facebook, uh, Twitter, Instagram. Keep up with that. Great award uh, that is based not only on performance at the plate, but academics and personal integrity as well. And Baylor's uh, outfielder Jared McKenzie is on that watch list for the Bragan Collegiate Slugger Award. Bears, uh, as we mentioned, in Norman to play Oklahoma coming up this evening. I want you to hear now from Coach Steve Rodriguez. Coach Rod meeting with the media yesterday. Was that yesterday or two days ago? I think yesterday. Uh, Coach Rod talking to the assembled media at uh, Baylor Ballpark before they took off for Norman, Oklahoma. And uh, he was talking about... Uh, uh, just this team now moving into their second weekend of conference play against OU. Absolutely. Just finding a way to win. Sometimes you need to win ugly. Sometimes, you know, like 17 hits and, you know, your pitchers give up three hits. Uh, you know, you win nine to nothing. Those those games are easy to enjoy. Uh, but sometimes the, the game where you have to execute, you have to have guys get on base, you have to be able to get a bun down, uh, score a run when you need to. Those are the games where it's exciting because guys are executing in, in the moment and in that at the time when you need it to be executed. And that that's what I really like to see of our guys. Pull some guys off the bench. They came out and they executed. They were able to get on base for us and do some things, pinch running or whatever it is. So those are the things that are exciting, that knowing that in every any kind of role that we have, uh, we can put guys in there and they're going to have some success. As Coach Rod actually was talking about the, uh, the come-from-behind win over UTSA on Tuesday night. Finding a way to win, how beneficial that is, how that could pay off later in the season. Remember, Baylor was down 2-1 to one in that game and uh, two in the bottom of the ninth to win it. Uh, without, Well, they did have one hit in that ninth inning, originally ruled an error, but uh, found a way to win with two in the bottom of the ninth to win over UTSA. Now taking on Oklahoma tonight, tomorrow, and Sunday, all right here 
on ESPN Central Texas. And Baylor softball's in Norman uh, this weekend as well to take on the uh, top seed or, or the top ranked defending national champion Oklahoma Sooners. And Aaron, didn't you look it up yesterday that they are riding a 28 game winning streak that goes back to last season? So that means they're 26 and 0 on the year. That's the challenge for Glenn Moore and Baylor softball this weekend. Yeah, it's uh, <laughs> it's it's quite a challenge. I mean, they've been like they played Kentucky, who is I think number 11 in a midweek game, and I believe I'll have to double check, but I think they run ruled them. That's just they're beat them nine to one. They did. Okay, yeah, they did. Yeah, they 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 have just been rolling through everybody. Uh, they've got, well, I mean, they've got pretty close to what you would call a perfect softball team. They've got dominant pitching that you can't hit, and they've got hitters that you're going to have trouble getting out. It's just a lethal combination, as they showed last year and showing again this year. Yeah. So that's the challenge. That's the opportunity for Glenn Moore and Baylor softball this weekend taking on Oklahoma. I think we may have lost John. We will try to get him back. We'll take a quick break and we'll be back with today's birthdays and we will hear from Baylor football assistant coach Sean Bell. That's coming up on the John Moore Show on ESPN Central Texas. By Shayhan J. Roger from CBSSports.com. You will make more money as a Division One team of access to the NCAA tournament, and that comes with its own payout. You will get all of your games televised, usually on something like ESPN Plus or, or something like that. So there is money involved, but it's not game-changing money. You do kind of have to put the work in uh, and the finances in to be able to do that. Game time, weekdays at 7 a.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Automatic Chef Canteen is Central Texas' premier break room vending service provider. Automatic Chef offers micro markets, office coffee and tea service, breakfast, lunch, and dinner products, touchless vending, cashless payments, innovative technology. Let Automatic Chef Canteen design a break room that fits your specific needs. For over 50 years, Central Texas companies have relied on Automatic Chef Canteen for all their break room needs. Automatic Chef Canteen, 6900 Imperial Drive in Waco, and online at automaticchefcanteen.com. City Ranch Boot Company has a new location and they can't wait to see you. Choose your skin. Choose your design. Let them create that perfect pair of boots, belt, wallet, or handbag. With over 30 years of leather industry, owner Jay Kelly and his team know their stuff. Design boots for the bride and groom or the entire wedding party. Put your company logo on boots as sales incentive or thank your employees. Incorporate your ranch brand or the name of your ranch as a gift for your family. Bring them in for a lifelong memory. City Ranch Boot Company, custom designed, locally owned, family operated, and Texas made. City Ranch Boot Company brings you a unique experience. Shop off the shelf or design yourself. City Ranch Boot Company, located at 10267 North River Crossing, just off Highway 6 and 185, next to the Joko Building. Call them at 254-855-7225. Find them on Facebook and Instagram, too. Or visit their website, cityranchboot.com. Keep up with Baylor softball on ESPN Central Texas. For most of the people that walk in our store, it's been an ongoing, nonstop issue. They're searching, they're, they're grasping at straws because they've been trying other products and they've bought something that they thought was going to help solve their problem, and it didn't. 
You're listening to Beth, an art support specialist at the Goodfeet store. A client came into my store last year that has had plantar fasciitis for 30 years. He literally walked in with a handful of products and said, this is what I've been wearing. I looked at him, I said, are you kidding me? I've been here for 14, where have you been? For over 20 years, we've been helping people live the life they love without letting their feet get in the way. I'm just sad that he spent so many years with so much discomfort. I helped relieve a problem that's plagued him for 30 years. I mean, how do you not go home and talk about that? See what we can do for you with a free personalized arch support fitting at the Goodfeet store. Goodfeet Waco in Central Texas Marketplace across from Lazy Boy. With so many companies and policies out there, it gets so confusing shopping for insurance, and I never know if I'm getting the policy that's right for me. Luckily, I met the team at the Nitchy Group Insurance Agency. With the Nitchy Group, you can go to one company and get access to coverage options from many insurance carriers, and you get to speak to a real person about your specific coverage needs. With the Nitchy Group, I know I'm getting the right coverage at the right price. If you need insurance, talk to the experts at the Nitchy Group at 1-800-258-8302. When I wake up in the morning, love, and the sunlight hurts my eyes. Back with this final segment, John Morris Show. A couple of other things to mention. Apologize for losing the connection uh, a couple of minutes ago before the break. Aaron, that's where you earn your money. It looks like I may be earning my money again as we uh, wait for John to rejoin us, hopefully, in just a second. We were. He will uh, do some birthdays, so I will go ahead and do mine, and we'll hope to get uh, John back. Birthdays today, Sir Elton John turns 75. Actress Sarah Jessica Parker turns 57. Former race race car driver Danica Patrick turns 40. And James Lovell, former astronaut, turns 94. And we still do not have John back. John, can you hear me? All right, well, I think we've lost John, so we're going to go ahead and wrap it up. You've been listening to the John Moore Show here on ESPN Central Texas. Coming up, Matt Mosley. He will have KCEN Channel 6 Sports Director Curtis Quillen on in his weekly Chilling with Quillen segment. Plus, we'll hear from Cowboys defensive end uh, Demarcus Lawrence. He had a press conference earlier today, or Zoom press conference earlier today. Plus, we will hear audio from uh, Baylor spring practice, including uh, Baylor assistant coach Sean Bell and Baylor quarterbacks Blake Shapin and Gary Bohannon. So that's coming up on the Matt Mosley Show, and that's next on ESPN Central Texas. 